The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. And here's your host. John Chapman. What is going on, faithful? It is absolutely great to be you guys. Could we call it a victory Monday, even though we won on Thursday? I think we can. The Niners were able to just sit back and relax, as hopefully you guys did, and just enjoy football yesterday. Yes, we're going to talk Cowboys, Arizona. Yes, we're going to talk about all the undefeateds losing. Yes, we're going to talk about 49ers grades through three weeks, ranks, all those things as we do almost every single Monday. But also we're going to get through a lot of your questions, uh, whether through Patreon, Twitter, email, Instagram. We've got a lot of different questions that I want to dive into, some really, really good topics. And it's always fun when the Niners have this mini bye week, uh, which we have now, we're going to have again after Thanksgiving week, to do just a little bit extra because we get those three extra days. And and that is what has been so huge. You know, I mean, I've been able to spend some more time with the family, going to go on a hike later with the missus, uh, all these different things, just because we got a little, you know, extra time in the schedule, which is awesome. always wonderful. And I'm sure the 49ers team and players are enjoying that as well. Want to say thank you to all the hashtag CC, the countdown crew, baby. Um, that is what's up. Dave says, listening to 49ers rush while doing yard work. Great start to the week, except the yard work part. Hang in there, Dave. Uh, you're doing the you're doing the right thing. What's up, Grand Day? Glad you're here, Matthew. Appreciate you, man. That's right. Week four, we've moved on. There's still two Monday Night Football games this week, uh, which I, I kind of like. That I ain't gonna lie. Uh, the more spread out, the better. Um, yeah, I can't get enough football, no matter what it is. You know, I'm going to the games Friday for the kiddo. I'm going watching Longhorns destroy on Saturday. I'm watching nothing but NFL Sunday Monday Night games. It's awesome. 
And when the Niners are, you know, winning the way that they are, it sure as heck helps. There is no doubt about that. Again, appreciate all the hashtag CCs. What's up, Big Papa? You are the man. Call it all the way from across the pond. Appreciate you guys. This is incredible. Raphael, Josh, the man, the myth, the legend. Um, now, let's talk. Let's talk about the undefeateds because, man, it was like, man, murderers row out there. You, you started this week with nine undefeated teams across the NFL, two and over better, nine. Now we're down to four, and one more is getting axed tonight because you got two undefeateds playing each other. So the only two teams that have made it through the week three gauntlet um, were the 49ers and Dolphins, which, hey, man, hat tip to the Dolphins, put up 70 points. Absolutely love Mike McDaniel. It's easy to root for the, uh, what, what do you call them, like South Beach 49ers, uh, the Florida Niners. I don't know. They're the same damn team. We got all our players over there, all our coaches over there, schemes over there. It's easy to root for them, and we don't play them this year. I hope we do get the chance because the only way that we could play the Dolphins would be in the Super Bowl. Uh, but absolutely incredible what they did. And Raheem Mostert, by far one of my favorite 49ers ever. It's very easy to pull for guys that, you know, NFL journeymen that finally get their chance, thanks to Shanahan, shines, goes and makes money, and he's got something going on. Um, I, I love that. Um, absolutely love that. Look at Steve. Steve. He says, John, we have to stop meeting like this. 3 a.m. in the land of Oz, and my wife thinks I'm having an online affair. Steve, this is like the uh the state farm. Like, yeah, what's he wearing? Khakis. <laughs> I don't have khakis on. Uh, but yeah, man, appreciate you, Steve. Just let her know. Hashtag CC. She gets it, man. She she knows what's up. The countdown crew. What's up, Philip? Appreciate you, Philip K. Uh, one of the executive producers of this show. Always supporting the show. You guys are the absolute best. So, 49ers and Dolphins make it through. They're 3-0. And Cowboys lost. We're going to spend some time on that. Ravens lost. Saints lost. Falcons lost. Got the Eagles versus the Bucks tonight. One of them got to lose. So, you're going from 9-3. to Two-thirds of the undefeated teams got chopped. Uh, down. Done. The Cowboys, nothing better than that game. Um, and right here, Mike, Mike C. What's up, Mike? He says, Cowboys loss equals a Niners victory 1,000%. I hate the Cowboys. And people are like, oh, but it's a division opponent. The Cardinals, don't give a damn. I hate the Cowboys. And the Cardinals winning games helps the Niners even more because the Cardinals have not one, but two first-round picks. If them or the Texans finish with the number one overall pick, Caleb Williams will be in the NFC West. That is something I do not want to happen. I want them to keep their small little quarterback, uh, Kyler Murray, on that team for as long as possible. Is Kyler Murray great? He has his moments, but I'm not worried about him beating the 49ers consistently. He's just not. He doesn't have the killer mindset. Uh, he doesn't have the work ethic. He sure as hell don't have the study habits. If this was an online gaming tutorial or tournament, sure, Kyler Murray would be at the top of the list. But I want him to stay there with that terrible contract for as long as possible. Will he beat the 49ers? Yeah, he will sometimes. But I'm not worried about him at all. Caleb Williams, uh, probably one of my uh, favorite prospects to ever come out of the NFL or college. And, you know, you look at, played for OU, who I hate. Played for USC, who I hate. Can't stand him. I'm a Longhorn. I can't stand either of those two teams. And so... I don't want him going. So to play for two teams that I despise 
And to still just be like, that dude's him. I don't want him here. And now with the Bears looking like the worst team, maybe the Broncos looking like the worst team in the NFL, those two, we'll see. Um, Still a lot of football left. But the fact that the Texans won, the fact that the Cardinals won, the chances of the Cardinals landing this amazing quarterback took a big hit. Took a huge hit. And so I'm very, very happy about that. Philip K says, definitely victory Monday because when the Cowboys lose, everybody wins, baby. Let's let's talk some Cowboys. Why not? Um, I've got a lot of notes here. And right here, David Ibbs says, feel like we owe Jonathan Gannon our best game. Uh, he didn't get a chance to see our best in the NFC Championship game. Hashtag CC, go Niners. I love it. Thank you, David. Um, yeah, go get them, man. Hey, I, I'm huge on that. You, you look at that game, and it was just hilarious. Yeah, you get all this talk about the Cowboys are the best, and I'll, I'll be one of the guys. I'll, I'll take the bait. I thought that the Cowboys were the next best team in the NFC. I really did. With the way their defense was playing, offense was doing decent. Dak wasn't turning the ball over. You know, they were stopping everybody from running on them. I was like, ooh. This is this is a good team. Finally, they put it together. But at the end of the day, Dak's going to Dak, and their coach is going to be what he is. You know, they lost their corner, and they just got bullied by the damn Cardinals. I think the most horrifying stat for that game, the Cardinals rushed 30 times for 222 yards, one game, 7.4 yards per rush, two touchdowns, just, I mean, they freaking, <laughs> they put it on them. And so I I, I could not be happier. I, I really, really couldn't. You know, I, I put this poll up. I was in, you know, enjoyment phase. The Niners weren't playing, so I was just relishing. You guys all know my story with the, the Cowboys. Grew up in Dallas, Fort Worth. Hate them. I can't stand them. A big reason why I'm a Niners fan is because how much I hate the Cowboys. But I put this poll out there. I was like, what's the favorite thing about the Cowboys getting beat by the Cardinals? I mean, I gave four options. Number one, Dak turning the ball over. That's huge. Dak, he shrinks. He shrinks. When the game's on the line, he shrinks. And I don't know if you guys saw this. We had our Zoom hangout last night. We were talking with the, the Brain Trust, which was a great time. And it, one of the Cardinals defenders, I'm not sure who it was, was up in Dak's face in the fourth quarter. Just, you know, doing all this hand motions and just like, you're so, you can see him. It's like, you're soft, you're weak, you're trash. And Dak just shrank, just shrank down. He doesn't have the killer mindset. There's a reason why he can't win playoff games. What happened? You got a fourth quarter game. You're within one possession. You turn the ball over in the red zone. Now it's his first turnover of the year. So I think that's, you know, props to him. He's beating his whatever his previous best with turnovers, but Dak turning the ball over. That was one option. I got 25%. 200 plus rush yards allowed against the Cardinals. That one got 30%. They just got bullied, man. They just got bullied. CD uh, Lamb throwing fits and complaining about Dak Prescott on the sideline. That got 8%. And the number one, 31%, or sorry, 37% votes. Dallas fans gone from Twitter. Couldn't find them. <laughs> they, they, they packed up and left. That's just what it is. They were gone. Uh, good find. Talking to Thank you for the um, super chat. Really appreciate that. 
think the Arizona game may prove interesting. Mobile quarterback, big arm, tough running back, matches with the Niners kind of well, might be a game. They have played everybody close. You look at what the Cardinals have done, and we'll do our film work, and we'll do our predictions and all that stuff, which we've done really, really well on our predictions um, all year so far. But you got to give it to, you know, the Cardinals. They, they have played every single team beyond close. Uh, well, I guess you could say the Cowboys game wasn't close because they blew them out by 18 points. What does innovation sound like? It sounds like the luxury of being in the moment with your customer, client, or patient. It sounds like having the right information right when you need it. It sounds like being at your best for your customers and your business. Thanks to Highland's intelligent content solutions that improve digital processes, innovators everywhere are able to do their thing better, whatever that thing is. Now, who doesn't like the sound of that? Highland, for innovators everywhere, visit highland.com. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. But, you know, the Cardinals go out there week one against the Commanders. Barely lost. They lost by four. Um, then the Giants, they were up 20 to nothing, only to lose in the second half. And they kind of righted the ship against the Cowboys. They literally just beat the tar out of them start to finish. I don't think the Cowboys were leading at any point in this game. First quarter was 9-3. to At the end of halftime, it was 21-10. to 21 to 13 at the end of the third, and then 28 16. So uh, they got beat start to finish. Start to finish. They, <laughs> I, I mean, it was just, I loved it. So a lot of things I keep getting, and I love this as a coach too. Whenever I was coaching, I hated when the team we were about to play lost. And so, like, you'd make it to the playoff round and you're traveling, you're on buses or whatever else, right? And so you win your game, you go back home, and then you're playing, you know, a team that's playing across the state of Texas. Texas is huge, right? And the kids would be checking. Oh, hey, so-and-so just won. So-and-so just lost. And, you know, in the playoffs, you got to win or move on. But when your district opponents would lose the week before us, I hated it. Because you'd hear the kids on the back of the bus. Oh, so-and-so just lost, man. We got to roll those guys. They... They lost to them. Oh, we're going to kill them. And I was just like, gosh, man, I hate this mindset. We got to fix this. But they're teenagers. You know, it's high school football. It's what it is. But, man, one, nobody – and people are like, oh, this could be a trap game, trap game, trap game. There is no such thing as a divisional trap game. There's no such thing. Now, they just beat the Cowboys. Whatever you were concerned about or if you were just, like, taking them lightly, you're not now. They rushed for 222 yards. Niners aren't going to take the Cardinals lightly. They're not. And, you know, I put this poll out there, being somewhat You know, I, I want to see what you guys said. I, I asked this. I said, harder game for the 49ers. This is the live poll on YouTube live, if you're watching live. Um, I said, what's the harder game for the Niners? Week three, Cardinals. Week four, Cowboys. Two-thirds said Cowboys. One-third said Cardinals, which, hey, that's crazy. 
If I would have asked that same question last week, it probably would have been 95% Cowboys, 5% Cardinals. But they've showed up. And, you know, I loved it. I, I really, really did. It was some poor coaching from Jonathan Gannon, but that's just, he's that guy that thinks he's smarter than everybody else, but he didn't have any skins on the wall going for two early and all that kind of stuff. And then, I don't know. I'm not a fan of Jonathan Gannon. I don't think he's a good dude. I think he's a pathological liar. If you've ever watched any of his press conferences, the dude just makes stuff up. Um, I'm not a fan of him. So it, it, it's weird. Josh, he says, talking about Dallas, Diggs' replacement did not look good either. He did not. Now, the way that the Cardinals' offense works, they have a stout run game with a physical runner, and they have tiny little bitty wide receivers. Michael Wilson's not tiny. He's their only big guy. But you're looking at Rondale Moore. You're looking at Hollywood Brown. Shifty kind of tutu out at well guys. Um, but I'm not concerned about Dallas's corners, even whenever they had uh, Travion Diggs. Like, we we rolled that dude back-to-back years. Ain't even concerned about him. He's soft. He's soft. The physicality of the Dallas defense, yeah, how'd that work out? They got punched in the mouth over and over and over again. Never answered the call. Never answered the call. Michael Parsons, amazing. They were running right at him. Hmm. Juicy. I like it. Um... Yeah, we'll we'll kind of see there. Now, look at this. Eric says Josh Dobbs, more like Josh Dubs. And that's the thing. You look at the Cardinals now, mobile quarterback, strong running game. If the Cardinals can run the ball effectively against the Niners, you got a game. Obviously, they ran for, what was it, 222 yards against us. But here's the difference. And I put this out on Twitter, too. The 49ers defense has only allowed 159 rush yards through three games combined total. Cowboys gave up 222 in one week to the Cardinals. We're not the same. We're not the same. Now, I understand comparing all these different games against each other are different. When you play the Cowboys week five, that's going to be a bloodbath. It just is. Do I think the Cowboys make the playoffs? I do. Do I think the Cowboys are better than the Niners? I do not. Cowboys could still win their division. But, man, I'm telling you right now, 49ers, baby. Uh, like, they, their stock was up this week with that Thursday short week blowout win. Cowboys way down. Uh, that That's what's crazy. Uh, Cowboys, ew, just yikes, double yikes. Losing by 12 points, man? 12 points. Yikes. Ed. Niners passed the eye test. Also, the Cowboys um, are really not that great on offense. Their defense is okay. I need to see more. Yeah, you got to see more. And whenever the they, they can blow teams out, and I get that, and they've done that. They're front runners. It's who the Cowboys are. It's who Jerry Jones is. It's who Dak Prescott is. They're front runners. It's who their fan base is. Where were their fans yesterday? They disappeared, man. Ghosts. And that's whatever we say, like, okay, how do I start every single show? How do I end every single show? Faithful. You don't be one of those guys. I get it. It sucks when your team lose, but we're not them. You know what I mean? Faithful then, faithful now. We were faithful with Dennis Erickson. <laughs> you know what I mean? We were faithful with Chip Kelly. Faithful, not Cowboys. That's not who we are. Those fans, different. Tuck, tail, and run. Hide, stick your head in the sand. And they've had to do it for, you know, 30 plus years. 
can't even get past the divisional round. They haven't been in one NFC championship game. We've been three out of four years. Have either won the Super Bowl? No, that's a legit criticism, but we're still here. Don't be them. Don't be them. We're better than them in every way, and I truly believe that. Somebody that grew up my entire life in Texas, North Texas, we are better than them. That's a shitty fan base. They have a lot of people. Terrible fan base, terrible ownership, terrible coaching, terrible leadership. The one thing that they're good at, <laughs> their police records, they are full. I will say that. Uh, anyway, Big Papa, he says, question, has Shanahan been dumbing down his offense a little bit uh, the last two opponents? I don't think so. A lot of the offense last week, which I just finished the first half breakdown against the Giants and loaded that up on the 49ersrush.com and um, our Patreon channel, there wasn't much game plan that he stuck to against the Giants. They blitzed like crazy, and Shanahan just said, screw it, we're going to take advantage of this, and if they're going to do cover zero, we're going to hit these out routes and break these man routes open, and that's what happened. I really thought you know, the title of this show was going to be Brock Purdy's better than you think. And I understand that the narrative was, oh, Brock Purdy, you know, slow start. This is Brock Purdy's worst game. And, oh, man, you know, so many turnover-worthy plays early and all that stuff. Man, I walked away from that first half tape, the All-22, and, you know, I, I put on there, whenever I posted it, I said, if this is a slow game for Brock Purdy, I hope Brock Purdy has more slow games. That dude created on his own versus unblocked defenders time after time after time after time again. That was not a slow game. That was not a bad game. Was not. Now, was it his best game? That's fair. That's fair. But I'm telling you, man, I walk away week after week more in love with who Brock Purdy is as a person and excited about what he's bringing. Matthew says, Dobbs is a real-life scientist. Yes, he is. Uh, play at a part-time QB, no slouch back there. No, I like Dobbs. I, I remember him coming out, respect what he does. He leaves it all out on the field. Um, yeah, and, and I'm cool with that. Like he, I respect him. Do I think that he can do that against the Niners? I do not, but we're going to find out this week. Steve says, right now the Cowboys would miss the playoffs. Oh, I love that. I love that. Debster, thank you for the super chat support. How about them Cowboys? Yes. Absolutely love that. Oh, here we go. Kaiser White was the one talking trash. Thank you, Josh. Oh, Josh always got my back. Former Eagle, some bad blood there. Yeah, we got a different people. Brandon, Kaiser White. I like Kaiser White. His brother, too. I think it was his brother. I could be wrong on that one. Um, anyway. Oh, what's up, Jack? Thank you for the super chat. He says, John, thank you for the regular re reminders to enjoy how good we have it. Looking back over the last five years, uh, we're in the NFC powerhouse every year. It's good to be hated. Let's get Juice to Tutty. Yeah, I was thinking about you when Kyle Juszczyk got his first uh, his first touch last year or last week. But yeah, he's going to get in the end zone. Yeah, it's just a matter of time, and the Kyle Juszczyk touchdown tracker will get one added on it on the Twitter account. But um, yeah, 49ers are a different team, and you know I'll, I'll put this out there. You know, it's talking about Shanahan. Spotrack put this graphic up, um, which I thought was really really cool. And it was points scored the last five games combined by everybody because Miami scored 70 points, you know, whatever else. So if you just add up all the offensive stats or points scored for every team, the 49ers are still first. <laughs> Miami scored 70. Doesn't matter. This is the last five games. 
And th- this is just a testament to how many points the 49ers in first was 165, right? 30 points a game would be 150. We're above that. Miami 162, Buffalo 161, then a huge drop off. But this is just a testament to where the Niners offense is. If we just stick with the division and kind of NFC teams and whatever else, Green Bay's really high, 137. Detroit's up there, 133 points scored. Seattle, 129. Philly, 125. Dallas, 119. Um, If we get to the Rams in Arizona, Arizona, 104. And the Rams, almost at the very bottom, 92. So (laughs) we have scored... 73 more points than the, oh, that's the Giants. Sorry, even more than that. Good gosh. Yeah, 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 73. I'm right. My math's correct. 73 more points than the Rams have in their past five games. That's a trip, man. That's just a trip. It's just look at this. Let Trey start. Dak is whack. And, and I mean, Dak's still a good quarterback. It's just, uh, all right. All right, we're going to do this. Well, here's what I'm going to say. Yeah, I talked about this last night, so I'm just I'm just going to – sorry if you were hanging out with us last night on our Zoom call. We're doing it again. I, I, I was born in the 80s, right? I was born in 82 and grew up. 90s basketball was so influential with me. And if you've ever met me you, and you know shoes, you're going to notice my shoes because that's huge to me. All the Jordans, the Pennies, you know, the AIs, the Pippins. Like, I freaking love – killers i love it it's so 90s basketball that's why I like jordan's the best of all time in my opinion and then you know what i don't i don't think kobe's you know kobe's up there but i'm not saying he's number two but i love their mindset and kobe stole almost everything from jordan you don't even hear jordan say that but i love that killer mentality the the games fourth quarter now it's time to go off now it's time to step on somebody's damn neck now it's time to show them they don't belong on the court or the field with me. That is a championship mindset. That's Joe Montana, right? That's who he was. It's time to stomp these fools out. And then you see people like Dak Prescott, Kirk Cousins. You go on and on and on. Not killers. Not bad quarterbacks. Kirk Cousins, great. Dak Prescott, good quarterback. But game on the line. Get the hell out of here with that soft stuff. I'm Kaiser White up in his face. You look at Kirk Cousins. I get all this time, all these emails. Anytime Kirk Cousins does great, all of his best plays are whenever he's down 20 points because he's a trash quarterback. He's a good quarterback, but when the game's on the line, that dude poops the bed every damn time. I can't believe I didn't cuss there. I want killers, right? I'm channeling my inner freaking Singletary. I want winners. That's what I want. I want killers. And whenever I see Dak, soft as baby shit, that dude. Soft. He's weak. When the moment rises, he shrinks. Get out of here. Now, Jimmy G was similar to that for me. Um, I love Jimmy G, and I hated seeing last night, but it just reminded me, like, oh, this is the Jimmy G experience. Like, (laughs) you go through everything. But... Brock Purdy ain't him. Brock Purdy, we don't know yet because Brock Purdy's blowing everybody out. But I'm telling you right now, I would take the mindset of Brock Purdy over probably half the quarterbacks in the NFL just because he might be a killer. He has never showed me he's not a killer. 
You know what I mean? Dak shows me over and over again that dude ain't a killer. He's a front runner. That's what he is. And so I am excited just to see what we could be with him. I'm talking about Brock Purdy here. And whenever I see these teams that just bet all this stuff on these quarterbacks that are just soft and weak and, oh, no, I want killers. And so far, man, Brock Purdy is him. So far, we'll see. We're not even getting the close games. Why aren't we getting the close games? Because Brock Purdy had a slow start. We were we were up. The, the game was over at the half. We'll see here. Oh, anyway. Whew. Get me going, man. Sorry. I get upset. I get upset uh, sometimes. I'm behind on the chat. <laughs> Missing some super chats. Talking Head said, appreciate the super chat, my friend. Can we finally rejoice in the end of the Jimmy G win percentage argument ending? Purdy is mid two. Yeah, you're saying end that. That's just the way. Oh, you're saying Purdy is mid two. Um, I don't think I, – I don't – See anything that makes Purdy mid personally doesn't turn the ball over, goes after it. But yeah, the Jimmy G conversation. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it it's it's not good. It's not good. So yeah, we'll see there. Yeah, train wreck. Dak Prescott is Kirk Cousins. They're the same damn player, man. They really, really are. Uh, <laughs> he and Amber Heard uh, crap the bed all the time. I love that. Yeah, there we go. There we go. I'm getting some preach stuff. Okay, good. Dak Charman Prescott. Steven, I love that, man. Right here, uh, computer enthusiast. Don't overlook the Cardinals. There's no way in hell the 49ers overlooking the Cardinals now. No way. Uh, you don't want them to show up in your home. You don't want that. No, 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 no. And if you think that this 49ers team especially the offense, especially Brock Purdy. You're going against Jonathan Gannon, who was talking, you know, trash before the game, during the game, after the game to the 49ers. You want to embarrass that fool. The spread's huge. You know, depending on where you're betting, you know, I've seen 10 to 14 points. I'm betting the over. I'm betting the 49ers cover this week. I'll tell you that right now. And, you know, betting last week, week one, we, like, hit everything, made a lot of money. Week two, we made decent money. Last week was our first losing week. We didn't lose by much. We lost by half of a point. Uh, we would have pushed on the week. The car, uh, the Falcons had to lose by only 13 and a half points. They lost by 14. Uh, that half point, if that one half point would have been over, it would have been a push week. But we did lose a little bit. We're going to be back on it, though, this week. And so if you haven't bet yet, man, it's time to jump in. Aaron Rodgers' season is officially over, but yours has just begun with my bookie. NFL College Ball, brand new cash out system that gives you the best options to win all season long. You hit the first two legs of your parlay, guess what? You can cash out early, place another bet, or let it ride for a bigger payday. Join us the entire season at mybookie.ag, or you can scan the QR code right next to me. The link is in the description of this video and or podcast, however you're watching or listening. But... Right now, MyBookie has a no-strings-attached cash bonus that lets you deposit and withdraw quick. Use promo code 49ers49ERS on your first deposit of 50 or more, and you can receive up to $200 in cash instantly credited to your MyBookie account. That's 49ERS, that's the promo code, to claim your bonus now. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere, and I mean anywhere. You can bet anywhere. I've lived in California for eight years. Bet anywhere. I mean it. Head over there with... My bookie. 
You know, I got a, some really good questions this week that I want to dive into. Uh, first one comes from Ryan from Patreon, and just want to say thank you to all the Patreon and the 49ersRush.com supporters. That makes that feeds the family. So uh, just want to say thank you for the support. It allows me to do this. I love this question, and it, it channels my inner narcissist, so I uh, stick with me for a second. <laughs> uh, he asked this, Ryan does. If you were the head coach for a team playing against the Niners, how would you scheme against them? What would you target, stay away from? Would you be run-heavy, pass-heavy, all those things? So I, I I wanted to jump into a full game plan of this, but I was like, man, that's probably not going to be that fun. But here's what I would do. doesn't mean it would work, but here's what I would do. Attacking the 49ers' defense. I'm throwing deep outside the numbers. I, I think that is the place. The corners are good. I think Demo's good. I think Charvarius Ward's good. Contested catches, neither one of which are like big interception guys. That's where I'm attacking. Not like long throws. I'm talking quick fade routes. Just like boom, boom. Like I, I want to attack outside the numbers deep routes. Okay? Now, third downs, I'm running a lot. I am running the ball. Not draws. Uh, not screens. I am running the ball out of pass-heavy sets. That's what I'm going to do. Um, you know, when the Niners do that show blitz and try to bounce out, yeah, I'm running run trap game right there as Fred Warner and Dre Greenlaw are trying to get back to their pass sets. That's what I would do. Uh, so those are like the two simple ones that I would throw out there and I think would have some success. Now it's damn good defense. Attacking our offense, simple. I'm bracketing every single play, Brendan Ayuk. He's out there bracketing him, which means I have an inside leverage player and an outside leverage player that are just attributed to him. It's like a double coverage, but inside, outside. Then I'm playing man everywhere else with a middle tier robber right over the over the uh, ball, kind of 10 to 12 yards sitting there right over the ball, just reading the quarterback. Would it work? I don't know. But um, I'm not worried about Debo getting separation. I'm not worried about Kittle getting separation. They are zone killers. Um, I'm playing man everywhere except for a middle middle robber right over the middle, and I'm bracketing Ayuk. Also, I'm going to pray a lot. <laughs> that's, that's just the truth because I don't, I don't think that it would work. It works someplace, but I think that's what the Niners, that's what you would do. Also, D-linemen stopping against our O-linemen, I am slanting my D-line about every other play opposite of the up back. So whether that's Kyle Juszczyk, Charlie Warner, Kittle, whoever is the tight end off the line of scrimmage, that does that back block to kick out. I'm slanting opposite of wherever he is. That's that's what I would do. Um, would it work sometimes? Sure. Would it work all the time? Probably not. And I'm sure there are much smarter people here that would tell me you can't do that because of this, this, and this. And I think that they are would probably be right. Um, and so that's what it is. Uh, look at this, Josh. Jim Tomsula Tom won a chip in the Euro League. Happy for Jim Tomsula. Happy he's not our coach. But also happy for him because he's a great dude. Uh, yeah, there's a little bit of hardball, you know, conspiracy, backstabbing stuff, whatever. Tom Sula was a positive part of the 49ers history as a position coach for so long. Did he deserve the head coaching job? Was he a good head coach? No. But that one season I don't think outweighs all the positives he's he's done. And, yeah, I appreciate you bringing that up, Josh, because Jim Tom Sula is a great dude. Um, and I think – it's it's very easy to celebrate his successes, and hopefully other people feel that way too. Yeah, the head coaching thing was a mess, and yeah, we all wanted Harbaugh, but Harbaugh was gone. Um, you know, no Balky made sure of that. 
Chris, he says, John, it's going to be an exciting matchup against the Cardinals, especially considering the 49ers' historical difficulties when facing mobile quarterbacks. We thought this last week. And so the one thing that I would say is, you know, the 49ers, they were planning the whole time that, you know, they were going to be going against this mobile quarterback. And it just never happened. Daniel Jones didn't run the ball at all. And so, yeah, we'll have to kind of wait and see. But the good news is they've been practicing against, you know, that th this past week, even though they didn't really get a chance to test it out. But, yeah, this it's a divisional game, guys. The Cardinals are not going to walk in there timid. They're not. Cardinals are walking in saying, we have played with every single team we played, and we blew out the Cowboys, who everybody thought was a top team in the NFL or one of the top teams, right? Why can't we do this against the Niners too? That should be their attitude. I think they're in for a rude awakening because Cowboys are talented and they got a lot of stars on their team. We don't have any soft stars. You heard my rant while ago. You can't say that about Drake Greenlaw, Talano Funga, Nick Bosa, Fred Warner, Javon Hargrave, Debo Samuel, George Kittle, Kyle Juszczyk, Juwan Jennings. It's a bunch of bad A M O fill in the cuss words. Like these guys come to kill you, and they know that too. I was in Mexico City. That was a freaking slaughterhouse, man. That was the last time we saw these guys. No, I think we played them. Was it the last week of the season whenever it was just a mess? I, I want to make sure I get this right. Um, yeah, we played them the last week of the season. Uh, we beat them 38 to 13. So, yeah, and we beat them 38 to 10 in Mexico. Am I thinking we're going to beat them that same score? Probably not. I think it's going to be closer, but I winning by 17 points wouldn't be a shock. I'm betting the over on the spread no matter what it is. No matter what it is, I'm betting it. So I'll wait till all the first half lines get released, and then I'll put up a teaser bet, a multi-team teaser bet on there. But I'm going to be betting the over on the, the thing as well. Yeah, and so yeah, we'll see there. We'll kind of go from there, but I like that. <laughs> Shot Jay, you heard Big Perm. Um, yeah, Friday reference. I like it. Um, like, subscribe, Patreon. The support is much appreciated. It means we win each week. That's right, man. You want to win, you just got to support the show. That, that's that's uh, what that looks like. Dan Case, what's up, my friend? Any trade targets you are looking at us from struggling teams? Hunter Renfro. Um no, not Hunter Renfro. I like him, but we're not hurting. We I want physical wide receivers only, and I he's he's not it. Who I want is Christian Darisaw. If I could have anybody, the left tackle for the Minnesota Vikings, which they're about to be in fire cell mode. They lose one more week. They're 0-4. Like, it's, it's yeah, it's going to be bad. So we'll see what happens there. But Christian Darisaw, I would trade multiple first-round picks for. That's just... He would be our right tackle. Not that I think Colton McKinnis has been bad, but I think Christian Darisol is a top five left tackle in the NFL. You allow him to be the right tackle. He fits our mindset perfectly. I loved him coming out of Virginia Tech. He has had a little bit of injuries, but dude's tough as nails. Put him at right tackle. Whenever Trent Williams does walk off, that's your dude. But uh, I doubt it happened. Um, but yeah, we'll see there. Um, let's see here. A couple more questions. Let's get um, Brian. Let's go back to this. Uh, shout out to Brian W., the man, the myth, the legend. 
He says, does the Cowboy versus Cardinals game tell you more about the Cowboys or more about the Cardinals? And <laughs> I gotta give I gotta give credit here. Um just to uh he, oh man, where's it at? I want to make sure I I I wanted to give the appropriate thing. I got an awesome email from somebody that did the whole Danny Green rant. Um, they are who we thought they were, right? That that whole thing. We knew who the Cowboys were. They're soft. I didn't know who the Cardinals were. And I have been very pleased from a football standpoint. Now, the games were bad. You watched that... Um, the Cardinals game last week against the Giants, those were just two bad football teams trying their hardest not to trying their hardest to lose games. But something they did worked against the Cowboys. And a lot of it was just going against a softer defense that, you know, didn't want to hit. And James Conner just kept kept punching them in the face. But that's the thing. You look at the Cardinals and what they were able to accomplish. Do you hit the 49ers in the face? You know, you look at the Falcons game last year. I think that's, you know, one of the things that teams might be able to do. We were down seven defensive starters that game, and we had no defensive tackles. We got all our defensive tackles now, and our defensive tackles are playing lights out. They're playing incredible. So you want to run the ball up the middle against these defensive tackles and linebackers? There is no comparison between what the 49ers have and what the Cowboys have. That's night and day That's JV football versus what? Now, where are the Cowboys successful at? They might have the best defensive end rotation in the NFL. They were able, the Cardinals found a way to neutralize that. They haven't seen them really neutralize something up the middle. You look at the Washington Commanders, who the Cowboy or who the Cardinals played week one, they struggled with that. That's a similar defensive tackle rotation that we have, right? They got all those guys, those first round picks. That's what we got going on. So I would say Cowboys are the Cowboys. Soft as hell front runners is what they are. Now, the Cardinals, I thought were terrible. And they're trying to tank, and they can't even tank correctly. I do not want them to get Caleb Williams. So I would argue we learned a lot more about the Cardinals. Flynn, appreciate the super chat, my friend. I'm so tired of people saying Purdy is a yak merchant when he has the highest 10 to 19 air yard completion percentage in the year. It's hurting my brain. Well, you go look at, I think it was week one. We didn't have any yak yards. We had like the lowest yak yards in the NFL. Still blew the team out. Purdy is winning different ways. You want to blitz him? He can win. You want to sit back? He can win. You want him to throw 20 times a game? He can win. You want him to throw 40 times? He can win. You got to find different. You got to be multiple. And he's checking down and putting the team in awesome spots. There were several times just in the first half alone. Purdy gets up to the line of scrimmage, can, 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 audible, directing people around, getting them where they wanted, and a nice little five, six-yard gain. Those are huge. You go to the line of scrimmage, and you've been outcalled. What the defense is called is going to stop what the play is. You have a quarterback that can get up there, change the play, and now put us into a situation that will put us ahead of the change instead of a negative. I'm not at all concerned about Brock Purdy, man. I, I don't I don't understand. I think people hate him because they don't understand him. It doesn't make sense for somebody to do what he he's done. He's played three games. He's 67% completion percentage, which is really good for him. 
He's thrown for 736 yards in three games, four touchdowns, no interceptions. He's got 37 completions for first downs. 8.1 yards per attempt. That's nuts. Usually you want to be above 6.7. He's at 8.1 per attempt. Damn. Whoo. A 106.3 quarterback rating, not bad. A 77.3 QBR, not bad. Six sacks. Good gosh, man. What what do you want him to do? (laughs) I I don't understand. The one criticism you could say is he lost a fumble. Um, He's put the ball on the ground four times. He's lost one. That that might be it. Some of those were snaps that he got back. I, I I don't know what you want from him. And maybe maybe it's just fun to hate on a guy. But damn, dude, who are you going to take over him? The dude's not costing you games, and that's all we need with this roster. And he's putting the team constantly in positions to be successful. I'm with you, man. I. I it's pretty damn hard to get up there and say something negative about this dude and the way in which he is playing because he's that damn good. He is that damn good. It's just, I don't know, man. I, I, I'm with you. Now, if you guys are coming out to the game, the first Sunday tailgate, baby, I'm pumped about this one. Going to 49ers games is awesome. But what's even better than that is going to 49ers games with the faithful, joining the community. And we got you covered. The 49ers Rush Road Trip is going into its fourth year of bringing the faithful together. Night before parties, tailgates the day of. We got you covered. Go get your tickets at 49ersRushRoadTrip.com. Go see the full list of all 12 games, both home and away, that we will be working on. And remember, every single event we do is family-friendly. 49ers Rush Road Trip. 49ers Rush Road Trip.com. Now, we, our tailgate for this weekend, we're doing something special. Um, so, go get your tickets. Now, we're doing a half-off ladies special. Compliments of the Queen Bee herself. Shout out to Vicky. She, is, she runs... Most of what we do with the 49ers Rush Road Trip, she's incredible. So what we want to do is we want to encourage, especially with it being October. So October 1st is the day of the the tailgate. We are going to start serving at 10.30 a.m. Food will be ready. Drinks will be ready. So buy your tickets at their 49ersRushRoadTrip.com. But, ladies, I need you to email me. And what we're going to do is we're going to set up half off for all ladies. So going through the site's a whole mess. So all you got to do is just email me and say, hey, I need the names and all that stuff. We'll add it on there, and we'll take care of it that way. 49ersRushPodcast at gmail.com. So ladies get half off. Kids get in free. It's going to be an absolute blast. We're over in the blue lot one, uh, right up against the fence on the Democracy Wayside. So uh, if you see the map on here, there you go to the website. You'll see the map, and you'll be able to find it there. We had an absolute blast last week. Uh, it was so cool. My wife was out there. My son's going to be out there with me this week. We're going to have a good time. So if that's something you want to do, and again, let me say this. We don't do this for financial reasons. Yeah, I don't like losing money on stuff, but I, I think we're to the point now where we're not that. So if you're somebody that wants to come party and tailgate, but you can't afford the tailgate price and all that stuff, reach out to me. Come work the event, and that'll cover your way. Help us set up. Help us tear down. Help uh, serve drinks. Help with something. You know what I mean? Like, we want community first. Sadly, these things do cost money, <laughs> but we want you there. So, kids free, ladies half off. 
Guys, sorry you got to pay the full price, but I love you, man. Uh, <laughs> it, it, it's it, it's what it is. So, Josh, he comes out and says, you know, two bad snaps from Brindle. Yeah, Brindle had his worst game by a mile. There, there's there's no doubt about that one. Um, it, it was it was it was a mess. Ed says, just remember the armchair quarterbacks are the ones who only look at touchdowns. They don't know football. Purdy's the real deal. Man, you watch that dude get blitzed. I mean, just in the first half, I think there were five or six free blitzers. They're bringing six. We're blocking with five, and Purdy has to take account for the free blitzer. Dude's putting balls up there on the money, man. Look at that touchdown to Ronnie Bell. Free blitzer in the face. Understand you got man coverage zero. They're in cover zero. You know what the route is. You put it right on the money. Like, good gosh. That's huge. Doesn't cower. Doesn't get crazy feet. Doesn't look down. Somebody in the midst of pressure. I freaking love that stuff, man. Uh, Matthew. I noticed a lot of people saying, I'm tired of hearing this. I'm tired of hearing that from these whack sources. <laughs> I'm really tired. How about you stop listening to them or stop crying? Quit feeding the beast, man. I can tell you this. Honestly, a lot of those people don't watch the games. They don't even watch the games. They don't even, like, I'm telling you right now. There are several people on the big networks that don't watch the football games. They'll watch Red Zone. They'll watch the box score. And then y'all watch and listen to them try to break down, like, what's good and what's bad. These guys don't even watch the games. And so, yeah, y'all keep feeding them. That's your call. And it's entertainment. And for a lot of people, you you enjoy it, man. You can tell people that watch the games. That's all I got to say. Um, support those people. Support those people. Um, yeah, I appreciate that comment very, very much. Brian says, uh, what do you think is more sustainable and why? Dolphins averaging 43 points and 23 allowed, or the Niners 30 points scored 14 allowed? Yeah, the, the Niners for sure. I mean, we scored 30 points three weeks in a row. But, man... The Dolphins can score 40-plus in a whim. There's no doubt about that. Their defense is good. I don't think it's as good as the Niners, but I hope that's a problem. I hope we get to play them. I, I really, really do. Uh, I got a David from Patreon. He reached out. He said this. He says, you hear people say Shanahan finally figured it out after getting CMC. David says, I think he knew this all along. This was supposed to be our 2019 season with Jarek McKinnon. He just never saw the field. He was hurt all the time. Like Shanahan has consistently tried his hardest to get this receiving, you know, kind of dual threat running back. And it's it's just taken a while. Now, shout out to CMC for all the touchdowns. He tied Jerry Rice's touchdown consecutive game record. Here's what CMC had to say. Yeah, that's a huge honor, uh, you know. Obviously, scoring touchdowns is a team thing. Um, you know, O-line did a great job blocking. Just had to hit the hole. Um, but, yeah, that's a huge honor to be mentioned with somebody like that. Yeah. And so, CMC changed everything. There's no doubt about it. Whenever he showed up, even with Jimmy, it was like, all right, this is different. But CMC with Brock, you know what I'm saying? CMC with Brock greater than CMC with Jimmy. They they 
they have just been an absolute perfect pairing, and it's not even close. It's not even close. Here we go. Breaking 80. What's up, man? We got to stick with the 80 theme. Sorry, my voice is going out. Let me take a drink real quick. Does the Arizona worst NFC West first Dallas game tell us more about the state of the NFC West or the NFC East? Hmm. You know, if we look at the standings, it's quite interesting. Every, every, here, here's the standings of the NFC West. And, and they're the the Rams are going to play tonight, so we'll see. 49ers 3 and 0, Seattle 2 and 1, Rams 1 and 1, Cardinals 1 and 2. But here's something that's more telling to me. The Seahawks with a 2 and 1 record, they're the only one with the negative point differential. Now it's minus 1, so it's close. But you've got the Niners, they're plus 48, Rams plus 10, Cardinals plus 5. That's impressive. So now <clears throat> Look at the NFC East. Eagles are 2 and 0. They're about to play tonight. Cowboys 2 and 1, Commanders 2 and 1, Giants 1 and 2. Listen to these point differentials. Cowboys are still plus 48. Same as the Niners after losing. They had that huge blowout win. Eagles plus 11. Not dominating, but the Commanders minus 28 and the Giants minus 55. I don't know, man. That Giants team, like I get they beat Arizona, but they might be one of the worst teams in the NFL. By far one of the worst teams in the NFL. So I like that point. We're going to bounce on this show. My voice says goodbye. It's what it is. I got arrested so I could do some more film breakdowns. Uh, tomorrow we got the John and Wayne show. Wednesday, Steph, John and Wayne show. A lot of content for you guys. You're the absolute best. And again, listen to the way I end the show. We are not them. We're better than them. Always have been. Always will be. Because of who we are. In part, because of who they are. So, until next time, stay strong, faithful. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.